Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome episode of You Got This with your host Sandy and Donnie from Your New Life Ministries. This is episode 23 of season three. We're almost to the end. We're almost to our season finale of season three, which we dedicated to Rise Up. And this particular episode is called Rise Up and Face the Battle. What are we talking about here? Well, what we're really talking about here is every day as a Christian, you're going to be in battles, knowing when to fight, how to fight the right way. And we're going to discuss that here. We've got three topics we're going to talk to you about today. Number one being, of course, the battle. Number two being the armor that you're going to use in the battle. And number three, continuing on to victory, how we do that. And so we're going to start off with first being the battle. The battle could be anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be a fist fight. It could be a discussion of different beliefs. It could be just a simple handshake. It could be almost anything. There's, There's no such thing as a non-battle as you get what I'm saying because we're always going to be fighting every day but the main battles we fight is our trials the trials that come against us they can be trials of um, finances things hit you that you didn't expect and where are you going to get the money to pay for it it could be a battle of your health suddenly going bad or that of a loved one, uh, the loss of a loved one, the loss of a marriage, the loss of a job. Battles can be almost anything. And the, and the battles we're talking about, as Johnny said, is almost anything. And it's a battle that affects your emotions because that's what Satan is going after. He wants to steal your joy. John 10, 10 says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. So he wants you to focus on the battle instead of the Lord. Remember Peter, when Jesus came in the middle of the night and walking on the water when they were on the boat, in a boat, and it was dark and Peter said, Lord, if if it's you, bid me to come to you. And so while he was the only one to get out of the boat and experience walk on water faith, we'll get to that in a minute, at least he did it. But it was when he started looking at the circumstances all around him that he started to sink. When we start looking at our wayward child and we start worrying and becoming afraid, we're giving it to Satan because God is not the author of fear. When we start looking into Our finances, oh, what am I going to do? I don't have the money to pay for that. And a health that's turned bad, and it's so bad that we think, you know, I'm I'm never going to get well. When we start looking at those issues, we take our eyes off of Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, as it says in Hebrews 2. So what are you going to look at? The one who died for you, the one who conquered death, and that we will conquer when we place our faith in him. We will rise from the dead. Which one are you going to look at? What are you going to, are you going to trust God? 
Or are you going to trust in the battle that's offered by Satan? As, yes, and some of these battles are authored by our own stupid free will that we make the wrong choices in. But regardless of where they come from, God promises us victory. Yes, there's always going to be victory after the battle. But let's just talk about a few things here. Uh, one of which being Exodus 14, 13 and 14. But Moses told the people, do not be afraid, stand firm, and you will see the Lord's salvation, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. Exactly. That's what I was telling you. Some, some battles, you don't, there's no uh, fist, uh, fist being thrown or anything like that. But you just still got to stand firm and know who your Lord and Savior. Continuing on. Everyone will go through trials in life, and some very long and arduous. It is our battle stance, our commander, which determines the outcome. Your battle stance should be one of complete trust, firm, and immobility, immovable. And your commander, the Lord Jesus Christ, he has been through, and he has our victory assured as we trust him. Look what he did on the cross for us, and he's still fighting for us today. I have told you these things so that in me, until that in me, you may have peace in this world. You will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. That's John 16, 33. And my most favorite verse I'm going to tell you is we walk by faith and not by sight. That verse says it all. See, God knows how long our battle is. We don't, but that's where the verse, we walk by faith and not by sight is. God wants undying faith. He wants undying trust. If you can't give that to him, then you need to really seek prayer and ask for forgiveness. Yes, and so our first topic is the battle, is recognizing you have one, and then recognizing who it came from. And Satan is always going to tempt you. He's always going to throw stuff up in your in your way. But you have a choice, people. It says, I think it's in 1 Corinthians, where Paul is saying everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. So you have a choice. You have free will. And you can give into that fear and that worry and that anger and that bitterness that he's wanting you to be mad at somebody because they said something that hurt your feelings. Uh, or that boss that um, you are one of the first ones to be laid off because they didn't have enough money um, to keep paying their people. You can let that bitterness, you can let it destroy your heart and be as poison you can let that fear and that worry and that depression and despair overwhelm you and take you into a pit of despair and it's only going to grow deeper and deeper or you can choose to trust the lord the lord will allow trials to come your way because they can either teach you something they can draw passion out of you that he wants you to learn they can only be learned through your trial or there to open your eyes to some sin that you've done. Or maybe not even sin, but you're making some wrong choices and they're hurting you, maybe financially. Or you're enabling a child and you need to stop it because they're never going to look to God until you let them fall flat on their face, flat bottom, so he can pick them back up. If you keep picking them up, they're going to always rely on you and not God. Sometimes tough love is very hard, but sometimes you have to stop enabling them. So sometimes the battles are to show us that we need to make some better choices. 
and they're always going to be for our good. They're always going to be for our good. So which, what are you going to do? Are you going to allow the Lord to teach you? As I've heard many times Joyce Meyer say, if you complain, you remain. Or are you going to just keep going down that same road and that pit of despair? Like I said, God is not the author of that. That's Satan. Did he die for you? So why do you want to give into those emotions that, the, that Satan is wanting you to give into? Trust the Lord. Trust the Lord and walk in his ways. Seek his guidance in his, in his book of instructions called the Bible. Sometimes they hit all at once. Sometimes they make you feel like you've just had the wind knocked out of you. It can throw you for a loop. And everyone's going to react differently. How are you going to react? What are you going to do? It doesn't matter what it is and how it looks. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. The key to winning is to know who you are. You are a child of the Most High God. Ah, Sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Jeremiah 32, 17. Nothing is too hard for God. And I've just been going through the same thing with an issue, you know, of one of my family members. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks, like the wind got knocked out of me. But I had to stand up and say, no, wait a minute. I got to remember who my God is. He is big and awesome. He is almighty. He is El Shaddai. He knows the beginning and the end, and he knows what he's got planned, and he knows he's got a purpose for them. And 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 Donnie reminded me, he said, look, God has got his eyes on him, and he's going to bring him through. You don't know the whole story, and no, I didn't, but God did. So he knows right what they need. And he wasn't answering in the way I wanted because God knew the whole story and not in the whole picture, and I didn't. And so we can choose to be immovable, or we can allow the enemy to take us down. And that's why we're just giving him more ammunition and feeding into his hands. And why do we want to give him that much power? He didn't die for us. Yes, exactly. God sent his son down to die for us to save us. And we can't give him undying, undying trust in him. We need serious prayer like everybody else needs serious prayer. I'm saying we need serious prayer because we're only human just like you all. But we're trying to spread God's message the best we can. And we have some trials we go through too, just like everybody else. We're just normal human beings, husband and wife, sharing what we believe God's message for the masses is. And we hope we're doing a good job. At least I like to think we're doing a good job. So continuing on, you may not know the way out or how your situation can possibly be fixed, but God does. He knows the end from the beginning. He has always been through, he's already been through your problems, even the ones caused by your own free will, bad choices, and he is able and mighty to save and deliver. Remember that, people. There's nothing that he can't do for us. All we have to do is ask and just be patient. And allow him to work and get out of our own way while he does it. Zephaniah 3.17 says, The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. And he will take great delight in you. His love, his love, and he will no longer rebuke, but rejoice over with you singing. That is Zephaniah 
So what if you see that there is hope in having the Lord fight your battles? What is your daily armor? And that comes to our second point. What is your armor? Yes. And you have to also discern when the Lord is wanting you to move and do something and what and when he's wanting you to be still and just go about your daily life, going to work, coming home, loving the people who you love. If you're serving in the church, serve in your church. Go about your daily lives. But he doesn't want you to go about in despair with head hung down, all woe is me. He doesn't want you to do that. He wants to put a smile in your face. Because if you want to stick it to Satan, which I do every day, because he like, makes our life of living hell sometimes, the best way to do that is go through when he wants you all sad and depressed and angry with a smile on your face and full of love for your fellow man and forgiving those he wants you, the ones that Satan wants you to hold unforgiveness in, which poisons your heart, makes you angry and bitter and carries a heavy load. Why do you want to do that? When you can just forgive them, let it go and put it in God's hands. That's what forgiving is, putting it in God's hands do something with and he can do a lot better job of showing those people how they hurt you than you can so what is your choice then sometimes he may want you to move and do something but that's when you discern in your heart now it's going to come from your heart because that's where the holy spirit resides so listen to your heart and you know how you know it's going to be just a knowing of, of something you just got to do and it's going to have a warmth and a loving peace around it Always judge things by your peace meter because he is the prince of peace. And if it has that warmth and love and that peace in it, then you know that that's something God is telling you to do and you need to do. Especially if you keep having that inspiration over and over again. Then, okay, then God, this must be you and I'm going to do it. That's how you can know. But you can also know in your spirit that big, like someone's just pushing you back. Big, fat, no. Listen to that, okay? There's been times where I didn't and I wished I had. Your armor. What is it? The first and foremost is Jesus being your Lord and Savior. And the next is related to it. It's your faith. Then, See, there's things that you have to wear daily. And we're going to describe these things um, as you can find it in Ephesians chapter 6. So if you want to pause this and go get your Bible, we're going to read Ephesians 6, verse 10 through 18. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can make your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities, against the powers of this world's darkness, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground, having done everything to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness arrayed, and with your feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Then pray in the spirit at all times with every kind of prayer petition to this end and stay alert with all perseverance in prayer for all the saints. 
that again is Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. We're going to go through and tell of what this means, but then also as we tell you what it means, we're also going to describe how to use it in your daily life. Um, so we are going to begin. And just as a reminder, praying in the Spirit, praying in, in your prayer language, in your in tongues, because it's the Holy Spirit praying directly to God, which, you know, in, in a language that Satan can't understand, and we love that. Um, uh, food for thought here is Satan cannot read your mind. So we said pray in the spirit at all times. Um, so please stop speaking that negative trash. I'll never, and I hate, and I'm so afraid of, and I'm so angry at this or, or you're giving the devil more ammunition. Why do you want to do that? He comes up with enough on his own. Stop that. Pray in the spirit on all occasions. Okay. And then speak the promises out loud. I trust you, Jesus. Jesus, you're going to come through for me because that gets in your heart and builds your faith. So here it is. We're going to start at number one. Number one, the belt of truth. In some translations, gird your loins, which is a lower back area. This needs to be strong to hold up your upper body. So knowing the truth, Jesus Christ and the word will also help you and keep you strong. Two, breastplate of righteousness which is around the chest there covering your heart in your heart is where the lord his holy spirit resides through our faith in him receiving what he did on the cross made it righteous but we must also we must continue to live a righteous life and we can get through his strength and closing through him and you can um, all this stuff that we're reading to you you need to apply it to your life just like my wife and i do we try to do our best and apply it to our life you really need to do this too. And also pray. The best defense is prayer. So in the belt of truth. Okay, that's knowing the truth, Jesus Christ. Okay, that's one way. And that keeps you strong. Uh, what else is, is related to truth in your daily life? In your daily life, be truthful in all that you do because then you don't give the devil any ammunition. Because when you're not truthful, uh, and if you're holding secrets, Satan's going to be sure to bring them out, okay? Righteousness. We're righteous through the Holy Spirit. And so we live according to God's commands and, and make sure we follow them. And if we do fall, if we do sin, quickly repent. And that way, Satan can't hold anything against you. So that's what we mean. You, you know, you, you need to apply it to your daily life. And finally, number three, gospel of peace. Choose fitting with the gospel of peace. Your shoes keep your feet protected as you as you travel. When you are fitted with the gospel of peace, we are living by the word and we believe and stand on it. And we trust God without wavering. First, to back this up is Psalm 15, 13. May God hope of hope fill you with joy, peace, and trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by power of the Holy Spirit. But, in, but it's also living in peace with all men, forgiving, loving, them as God commands when they hurt us just let it go with a heavy weight of bitterness and give it over to God so with that being said let's see what this uh, we're going to finish off here and we're going to play a song for you to handle and he will that way we do not lose our joy and peace which is the devil's intentions we're, we are bringing that hurt onto you fall for it 
And finally, we're going to take a quick break here and play a song for you called Warrior by Hannah Kerr. And we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that song by Hannah Kirk called Warrior. Continuing on with the armor, 
number four, the shield of faith. Roman soldiers carried shields to cover their animal, covered an animal hide that they would be dipping dip water when going into battle. This way, when the fiery darts hit the water, would extinguish the fire. This is what faith does for for us. When your faith is strong through Jesus Christ, you can face any battle, and He will bring you through to victory. With God, we we will gain victory, and He will trample down our enemies. Psalm sixty four. Five, the helmet of salvation. This, like the breastplate of righteousness, uh, rests on the finished work of Jesus Christ, his death, resurrection. When we believe and receive, we become a child of God, and we have all access to the kingdom of God has to offer. Yet to all who receive him, to those who believe in his name, he will give the right to become children of God. John 1.12 Six, sword of spirit, the Bible, the word of God, the word is spiritual food, keeping you strong spiritually by it, you will know what God expects, what he likes and does not like, and his promise to you can stand on. And finally, number seven, pray in the spirit, the heart of God in tongues, the devil cannot understand your prayer language, which my lovely wife was talking about earlier. And that brings us to topic number three. Yeah, so all of these you can put into your daily life. And like I said, when you pray, pray in the spirit. Don't speak that native trash that gives the devil ammunition. And salvation, that's the biggest thing. Because salvation, it's the helmet on the head. Why do you think on the head? Why? Because it renews when we're our thinking as we read the word of God. It says in Romans 12, verse 1 and 2, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see, have you ever had a wrong perception about seeing you to believe something and you found out the truth about it? When your perceptions are all wrong, your actions and your talk is going to be wrong too. So through salvation and through reading the word of God, we're transformed. Our thinking is transformed. And that transforms our talk, the way we love, the way we feel people, the way we treat about treat people at how we live our life and faith faith this helps you to be strong like a mountain that is immovable and we can do that through the lord he helps us to do that you walk in peace daily with men you you do not harbor bitterness and offense in your heart you live at peace with them and when they say something that hurts your feelings pray for them so you know what the Bible says out of overflow of the heart, mouth speaks. So that means they really got some issues within their heart. So pray for them and say, Lord, just please help heal their issues that they have within their heart. Otherwise, they wouldn't be speaking, you know, this way. And they would be speaking more out of kindness and goodness and love with the fruit of the spirit. So you, you can do anything. You don't have to choose the way of anger and bitterness. You can live at peace with all men, and you can have peace in any and every circumstance. And that helps you in your daily life. And living a truthful life, being honest, being sincere, living with integrity, and living by the word of God to obey him, knowing that he is your righteousness, but then also living a holy and righteous life, which we cannot do on our own, except through Jesus Christ. 
this helps put on your armor every day and it's not hard and you don't have to spend an hour a day unless you want to reading the bible you can just spend 15 minutes everyone has that time if your boss asks you to come in 15 minutes early when you do it why not do it for God Almighty, everyone should be having their own personal time. You can't rely on your husband's time with the Lord. You cannot rely on your wife's time with the Lord. You need your own strength because Satan's going to come at each person individually. But then as a husband, a wife, and a family, you should be having devotions together. But don't let that take away from your own personal time. Everyone needs that spiritual food. So continuing on to victory, what do we do? What do we do once we learn what our armor is and we begin to use it? Once, What do we do when we know what the battle is and who ordained it, where it came from? Even if it was doors that we ourselves opened, repent for them and ask the Lord to help you change it. When you're dealing with somebody who's hurt your feelings, ask the Lord to help you let it go and help you to forgive. And you keep living according to this armor. You have daily lives. You have worries and troubles and finances. So when these different things and sicknesses come, what do we do? What do we do, Donnie, when we have those kind of things and, and using our armor? Well, we, we pray and he gives us the ability to fight through. God gives us strength. He gives us undying strength. That's where our spiritual <clears throat> battles, uh, what we use for our spiritual <clears throat> battles, because it's not like my wife and I said earlier, it's not always about physicality. It's, you're also fighting a spiritual battle, and that's where Jesus comes in, because he is a master of physical strength and spiritual strength. He put his body on the cross for us. That's where our strength comes from, physical and mental and spiritual. And we just need to remember that when we're living the life of Christianity, because we're always going to be in battles, whether it be good or bad, whether it be trials or not, we're always going to be fighting the spiritual battle. And one way to do this is ask for discernment from the Lord. Ask him, pray, and go to his, as Donnie said, you go to the Lord in prayer and say, I don't know how to do this. Well, in James 1, 5, it says, if, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should, he should ask God who gives generously. So that's another way that you can fight the battle. All right. And so continuing on here, we are in topic three, continuing on to victory. Once you have gained your footing and have become aware of your armor, you must continue to use your weaponry given to you by the Lord until you reach ultimate victory which honestly through our lives, we're going to be celebrating many, many, many victories. It's not just one, because we're going to be constantly fighting one battle after another battle after another battle. So we're always going to be celebrating victories, and we're going to get to a point where we're going to be loving celebrating these victories. Loving. So don't let your guard down. When Nehemiah and his men were repairing the walls and the gates of Jerusalem after exile, they kept working with one hand and uh, and the other, keeping a sword in their mind to us that is the Lord, allowing him to go before us and be our rear guard in the word of God through others. The enemy tried to intimidate and instill fear and tried to infiltrate with guise of helping 
when they were only wanted to destroy the work at hand. Nehemiah did not falter, nor should you. We should be diligent to keep our spiritual armor on daily. Not out of fear, but out of preparation protection. Satan will not give you a break. I was just talking about that. So we must be diligent to stay spiritually strong, but you always have God to help and back you up. He says, I will never leave you or forsake you. God comes in many ways from the word of God to our pastors at church, to our congregation in the church. He comes in many, many, many different methods, not just one. So we should be having our shields on and saying, oh, he's going to come only one way. He comes in many ways and many directions. Therefore, my brother, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. You are always going to have an enemy, Satan, as long as we're here on earth, but in the end, we win. Be alert and sober mind. Your enemy devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. 1 Peter 5, 8. How do we do that? By keeping your armor on daily. It isn't hard. Just pray God, pray to God daily and talk to him, share with him, and just not not just bring him your list of needs and wants, but talk. He wants that. And read your word to God daily. It is your food for the spirit, as food for the is for the body. Then live by the word that tells you what God leads on your heart to do. So we hope you enjoyed this particular topic. And my wife and I have a few other things we like to tell you. One of which is my wife has two more books that's just getting ready to be released. Be look, be on the lookout for them. One of which, which I'll let her tell you the time because I don't remember. And yes, actually, they already they just got released. You uh, was not aware. But yes, we they just got released. They are on our website. They're on uh, Amazon and everywhere online where books are sold. They are called Her Final Curtain. They're both works of fiction. Her Final Curtain is about an actress who lives the total life of an actress. Um, and she's fighting being saved. And then she gains cancer. What's going to happen for you? Gotta get the book and read it and find out. So, also, another one. Deep Waters Rage. This is the sequel to Deep Waters Within. This book has been out. Um, as um, Deep Waters Within was a product placement in a movie called Santa's Second Wife. It was at the theaters up north, and now it's out on um, Tubi. Um, it was produced by Jamelli Films, uh, and so it's free, uh, for free streaming on Tubi. And check that out. And Deep Waters Within was about the internal struggles of the character and his fight within uh, on being saved. Deep Waters Rage is the sequel, the same character, yes, but this time it's on the outside. It's external troubles and his his battle in, in learning to set boundaries in his life. So you might want to check those out. Go to our website, yournewlifeministries.org, and check them out, our blog, and yes, listen to our other uh, podcast episodes if you've missed any. and. Uh, check us out. Uh, also, contact us if you need um, someone in your church or your speaking event, women's or men's group meeting, um, for speaking. Contact us to book uh, an event now. One or both of us, you will be motivated. Yes, and also just also remember, our follow us on Facebook. We have uh, tons of inspirational videos that we share. 
and just different posts about scriptures and things like that. So check us out on Facebook. We have over 4,000 followers on Facebook, so check them out. We are growing pretty fast on Facebook and on Instagram. We share a whole bunch of our content on there, so be on the lookout for that as well. And also, we are in teamwork with uh, the Jesus Talking Doll people. So don't forget if you go uh, if you want a Jesus Talking Doll, it is is an amazing amazing gift that you can give to any child. It will teach them about Jesus, teach them different Bible verses because it actually speaks to you. And go to their website, JesusTalkingDoll.com, and put in their art name Sandy and Donnie from your New Life Ministries, and you get twenty percent off the, the purchase price. So don't forget about that. And that is JesusTalkingDoll.com. And uh, I think that's about it, honey. Do you have anything else you want to add? No. Uh, just always remember, in closing, you know you got this when you let God lead the way. Talk at you later, guys. Bye-bye.